nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast that reviews the movies and talks that nerd shit. As always, it is the Nerd Chicago here to host the show alongside our wonderful co-host, Brad Young-Gilda. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another fascinating movie review. Damn straight. And this is your review of Sanctuary. Sanctuary! Come That's get not the Sanctuary! That is not our safe word, right, Brad? <laughs> no. Ah, yes. Like I said uh, previously, y'all, we are taking this month to catch up on some films that we've been wanting to review on the channel for a bit now. And My safe word is Bananarama. Bananarama, yeah. And this one falls under mine. I have been interested in watching this film for a while now, and I was going to sit down to watch it, but I haven't had the time to really do that. So I said, you know what? We're doing this for a review, and I'm going to watch this. So 2023 release, and I'm Excited to talk about it here with you all. But as always, this is live and early for patrons at patreon.com slash the nerd core. Of course, at the $1 tier, you get this live before anybody else gets to see it. And you get to interact live with us as it's being streamed directly to our Patreon. But of course, if you want to get into that, you got to go to www.patreon.com slash the nerd core. Brad, how are you doing today? Doing well, doing well, Raul. Look at us with our haircuts. Who would have thought? Yeah. Would've Would've thought. Thought. Not thought. me. Not me. <laughs> oh my god! Fucking corny, man. Hey. Corny. Hey. Uh, how, how, how's your how, how's your day, man? How's your weekend? I'm doing good. You know. Yeah. No complaints, really. Uh, work was work. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, how was your? Well, what would you do this weekend, man? Uh, what I do this weekend? I didn't do much. Um. Huh? I know you I watched this my, movie. I had to help my in-laws move a washer and dryer, so damn, that was the main thing, really. And the, I did play some Elden Ring yesterday. Okay, yeah, and yeah. Of course, I'm, you I'm farming this, right? for I'm farming for fucking runes right now. <laughs> oh god, yeah. And you watched this yesterday as well, and yeah, I did. Oh, uh, man. Well, yeah. I um, I went to see uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How was that? Uh, Mutant Mayhem was great, man. I liked it a lot. It's what I've heard. Uh, I've heard it's one of the animation. best. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it's like the next one after the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I have a sweet spot for the 2007 film. Yeah, the 2007 animated film is like it's near and dear. Oh, animated, animated. Yeah. Well, not the not the new 3D rendering, no, 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 whatever no. the hell that shit was. No, I'm talking about TMNT from like 2007. Okay. Um, really good film and. I remember seeing it in the in the theaters with my mom. So that one just holds a nice little special place in my heart. Like I love the my favorite will always be the nineties version. Nineties oh, yeah. one, but the, the first two were great. Um the third one, me, although I I did like the samurai aspect, but you know, that was kind of a shit <laughs> turtles movie. Yeah, it's not the best. 
No, but, it's not the best, but not the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah, I love that 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 2007 film. But um, but yeah, this one was really good, man. I really enjoyed it, and I, I think we're we're gonna do a review of it with me and Louis. So I'll yeah. get to talk about more of that when that comes out. But yeah, uh, like I said, I was really I was a big fan of it. I really liked it. Now you know it's not no uh, it's not a what's it called um it's not Spider Verse. You know it's not yeah. across the Spider Verse, but it is a damn good movie. I do plan on watching that soon. I did watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah. Very enjoyable. I liked it. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it, man. Yeah. Uh, and then of course I watched this this weekend as well. I watched this movie. Quite quite what what a what a time what a weekend, man. You watch TMNT first and then you watch this. Yeah, and next we get a review full metal jacket for this week. So we're we're doing a whole kind of just helter skelter all around here. Yep, yep. <laughs> like what yep. is this month? And it's just like whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> We start with the Nicolas Cage movie playing Nicolas Cage. We moved on to a uh, uh, dominatrix BDSM kind of thing going on, and then move on to one of the best war movies ever made. Yep, yep. A lot, a lot's going on this month. Like I said, it's a, it's a catch up month. Like we don't got anything to really catch up on. So but here, just... here's the funny thing, everyone. In eight years. And if you didn't know, Stanley Kubrick is Raul's favorite director. One of my favorite directors. He was your favorite back in the day when we started this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Yes, he was. You put him on no, the top. My, no, my favorite. No, who I believe to be the greatest American film director. Yes. Uh, the one to be one of the greatest directors. Yes. But Brad, my favorite director has always been Alejandro. That's true. Okay. I'll give yeah. you that. Well, yeah. still, Raul, you would think, would pick a Kubrick film. Like within that eight years, we had one, <laughs> and I'm picking the second one. So go figure. To be quite fair, Brad, how have uh, we not had a Kubrick month? I know, but you know how fucking long his movies are. Yeah, I, I get that, but still, we've watched long Kurosawa movies. I know, but like, imagine if we had a month that was like 2001, uh, Barry Lyndon, um, The Shining, The The Shining. Like, dude, we're, we're packing in like, a, like almost fucking I mean, six hours you, in one day. Look, we, in one I week. mean, how long? Um, soccer, soccer's a little over two hours, right? Uh, it's almost, um, almost three. It's almost. And then, um, what was the, the 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 one three-hour movie? <laughs> Which one three-hour movie? There was a three-hour movie that we like kept putting off and off until we were like, "Fuck it, let's just." Oh, watch it. Rublev. Under yeah, Rublev. Rublev. Yeah. And that's because we didn't do like the longer version of Rublev. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but I mean, the one that we reviewed was the preferred cut by Tarkovsky. So. I mean, I would be okay with a Kubrick month, even if it is yeah. one of the best movies. Well, that, yeah, you know, of course, we already have September planned. So, you know, September and October are already, you know, our planned months. So we might do Wait a minute, I thought month. we did. No, no, I guess we didn't do um, Space Odyssey. No, bro, we have never discussed 2001 Space Odyssey. That's crazy. One of my favorite movies of all time, Brad. Yeah, that's crazy. We have never discussed that film. <laughs> We've only done Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, only Eyes Wide Shut. And that was because we were supposed to have somebody on for that movie, for that, yeah, for that episode. Yeah, then that didn't happen, so. Yeah, well, you know. Was, it, was that an Aiden Burns moment? No, no, no. That was uh, my friend from the Philippines who. Oh, just, okay. Yeah, you want to be up at 7 a.m. to do that episode, Brad? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't want her to be up at four and to do her that. Yeah, no. So, yeah, we were like, yeah, that's just not gonna work. No. Yeah, 
All right, man. Well, um, let's go in. Well, Stacy's in Stacey's here in now. Chat. You know the three-hour movie, the Lord of the Ring cut that was condensed down. No. <laughs> How about oh, no? Well, without further ado, y'all, if you have not watched uh, Sanctuary, you want to get out of here. We care about spoilers, Sanctuary. but if you don't care about spoilers, you should probably stay. Sorry, you've already seen the film. So, anyway, Stacey, how that have you goes. seen Sanctuary? Anyway, how that goes is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> oh, that didn't sound through my my it, it, at all. It sounded. Oh, okay. Uh, so not for my headphones, but for y'all. Yeah, it worked. Okay. All right. Good. good. You're good. All right. Uh, sanctu- well, y'all, I have a small little paragraph to read, so yeah. bear with and me. Maybe we'll go to IMDb and look up some trivia for this, if there's trivia. I don't think I wonder what kind any. of fucking trivia there is. <laughs> oh, my God. Filmed over <laughs> five months. I don't know. Sanctuary is a 2022 American psychological thriller film directed by Zachary Wigan, Wigan or Vigan from a screenplay by Micah Bloomberg. It stars Margaret Qualey and Christopher Abbott as a dominatrix and her client who have an emotionally intense final session as he transitions to the life of the CEO of a large company. The film had its world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival on September 11, 2022, and received a limited theatrical release in the United States on May 19, 2023. The film has received positive reviews from critics. And then over on the IMDb side, the official synopsis is follows the Dominatrix and Hal and Hal, her wealthy client, and the disaster that ensues when Hal tries to end the relationship. Let's see some trivia here before I read the other credits. Filmed over 18 days. In a 2023 interview with Slant Magazine, Zachary Vigan spoke about having a realization about one of the film's underlying themes after the fact. I think the movie is about performance in so many ways. There are so many lines in the movie where characters say, say the words that I told you to say, the words don't matter, or I wrote the scenes, all you did was say the words. This is the question that you're supposed to ask me next. I want you to stick to my script. It's funny because when I was developing the script with Micah Bloomberg, there was never any conversation where we were like, oh, this is about filmmaking or acting. That that never came up. But in retrospect, gosh, that is all over the story. All right. That's literally everything, Brad. So um, Stacy's comment is hilarious. I haven't had the chance. The last movie I've seen was Asteroid City. I'm guessing this is not it. Ah, nope. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm afraid uh, not, sir. So, uh, cinematography is done by Ludovica Isidori, edited by Kate Brokaw and Lance Edmonds. Music is done by Ariel Marks and is, of course, distributed by Neon. It sits at an hour and 36 minutes and has made $775,281. Well, it is a limited release and it is, it's not getting wide release. So, you know, this, this will probably, get it. yeah. I kind of get why it didn't. <laughs> I just want to say, y'all, like, I love picking these types of movies, you know, because I love having Brad having to explain that this is what I chose to to, to Brenda. Oh, literally, literally, there was one scene in this where Brenda shouts out, are you watching a movie or porn? I'm like, it's a raw old pick. Oh, porn. Shut my hands. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Well, um. You know what? I, I'll go first, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
my initial thoughts on Sanctuary is I I love this movie. I really like this movie, and you know it's it's everything. I guess you could say that it's everything that I would enjoy. But I love how tense this film is throughout. You know, most of the uh, towards the end of the the first uh, first act, going into the whole end of the film, it's just fucking tense it gets. And I think the camera work is superb, man. I mean, it, it helps a lot with like how tense this movie gets. But um, I don't think it's perfect, and I think that there's uh. Well, we know it's not perfect. Oh, it's not perfect. <laughs> There's some, there's some, there's some slight uh, problems here with the way that the lines are being delivered. To be honest, and sometimes it feels like the film is kind of like, you know, uh, uneven. But I, I think I, I really like this movie, and I think that it, it works really well. Brad, what are your initial thoughts on, uh, on Sanctuary? I thought it was good. I mean, I'm okay with it. It was, it's not my favorite thing. Um, I really think it's really hard to do those one room movies, those one scene movies. Um, so when I look at this, I kind of stack it up to like 12 Angry Men. Good luck to you, Leo Grande, yeah. uh, Reservoir Dogs. I kind of stack it up to them. It's not quite up to those levels for me. It's good, though. I, I mean, I enjoyed many parts of this. Um, some of the dialogue is hit and miss for me. I just, I don't know. I, I mean, this dude is just total sub which is the point i guess but yeah. really it, it's like he really gets going when he's like i'm going to be the man now and it's like no you're not no you're not <laughs> little bitch no, you're not. she's, she's you got know? full control over you bro yeah and also um i kind of saw the ending of this coming a mile away which kind of ruined for me i'm like watch he's gonna marry her he's just that's the way and he basically does he becomes her slave and he's gonna tell his mother he's in love with her so yeah, that's basically, you know, he's saying he's married to her. I mean, and I saw that coming a mile away. Dan, so Dan, I, no. I, I mean, no. I never <laughs> you can see in the in the regular theater. Oh my god. I give it to Pee Wee Herman thumbs up. Rest in peace, Pee Wee, by the way. Yeah. I'll go ahead and uh, let's go bring up what Brad is referring to as like, you know, just what makes also oh, there are some some technical issues going on with this film. If you look to the left, <laughs> there's a man in shorts in there. And this is a very, like I tell Ro, told Roller that this is a very pivotal scene. Like this is a very yeah, it really is. scene that's going on. And then I had to do a double take and I'm like, there is a man. Because at first I'm like, is that a cutout or something? And I look and I'm like, no, that is a crew member in shorts, probably holding wiring or something in there. Yeah, I think he's holding it, wires. It kind of ruins it for me right there. It's it is distracting. Yeah, it is really distracting. I mean, I mean, it goes by quick, so I don't think most people would notice. It's just, I was like, you know what what I think he's doing, Brad? I think he's near a light. Uh, I think that's what he's doing. You think he's watching a light? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like it happens there, and then when it comes back, he's gone. Yeah. Well, they probably used a different take for yeah. the other one. Yeah. So, that, I, I mean, there's just stuff in this film that, you know, is, is not perfect at all, no, especially no. with that. I, I mean, generally, we see that happen. We catch them in a mirror or catch them in a window. Um, other than Edward Yang, who's a fucking magician, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and look at this big good. window, and you can't see any crew members or camera. Yeah. Or Kirstami, who, like, could be feeling you right in front of your face through a through a window, and apparently you don't ke- catch a reflection or anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking yeah. know. <laughs> but um, look, man, I've got to say, I really like Mark Aquali in this, man. Oh, um, ooh, 
She made like, she, she gave me tinglys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just from the first moment, like from the moment you start this movie, you're just like, okay, like she's obviously like, uh, what's it like? At first, you're like, okay, like is this actually like a meeting or something? And then like once you get into those other questions, you're like, I know what's happening here. This is a dominatrix. And, and it takes a little while to figure out because you're like, oh, is okay. So he has a script. So I know is this. I'm, I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing dominatrix prostitute of some sort. Yeah. But then, then it kind of, it kind of goes haywire because she's all the no touchy and then she owns him and you kind of go thinking throughout the film, like, is this a part of a scene he wrote or is it just going yeah. off the rails? That's what I had thinking too. Cause, but I don't know, Brad, look, I don't know if I would have preferred that ending though, to it be at the end and just reveals that, oh, it's just a scene that you wrote up. Don't, I think uh, that I'd be like, no, that's no, I, I'm not saying I would prefer that. Honestly, what I would prefer is him strangling her. <laughs> but I, I mean, know. that would have been the preferable, like him totally going into like, oh, she fixed me and I strangled her and I became, you know, the CEO of a multi-million dollar or billion dollar, you know, hotel industry. And I'm a horrible person now. Yeah, that would have really but, fit in. But I don't think that that's what the movie's working with. I think that from the get-go, we know that this guy is like super, um, super sub, super insecure about you know his position in his company. He trying to fit he in doesn't his father's really, footsteps. Yada, yeah, yada. he doesn't really look like he wants to in, in, inherit the company. No, like he doesn't really care. Like he just kind of wants to. What's it called? He just, um, just kind of wants to be there. He yeah, he just wants anything. to be there. He just wants to live off his daddy's money and. Not do anything. Yeah. Which I guess that's a choice in itself. Sure. Yeah. And, and you know, and of course, like they, 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 what's it called? Um, they, they reverse the roles here. And it's like she's the one who ends up with the, with the position. But like you can see that ending coming from a mile away. A mile away. That, that was my, uh, a main issue for me is like, like within like 45 minutes and this hour, 35 minutes, I was able to tell how this was ending. I'm like, they're going to like get married because he's totally like just just that way yeah and he's like oh i'll be your sex slave and uh you know let's i'll cook out. for you and clean for you and lick your feet yeah basically yeah. but um yeah but i gotta say like i think from from both both of the people who were in this film i think i prefer i think prefer mark quayley's performance i think she's like super, like it's cool. she's she's very good in this she's really and, cool um, like she snaps back and forth between like some really like really like dramatic serious stuff and like and then when she's like, she comes back into the room after she was like yelling for like that she was getting assaulted. And then she yeah. just like makes it a game and she's like, yeah, you think people were hearing me? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit. Like, you just fucking snapped into that, like right then and there. And I don't know. I was getting like um, Jon Snow, like Dollar General Jon Snow feeling ah! from Christopher Abbott. That's Christopher what Abbott. I was, yeah. I mean, oh. he, he looks he looked kind of like a lot like Kit Harrington, and yeah, I'm just really like, does. I'm not really feeling this dude. Yeah, I I'm don't really I, other than Possessor, I don't think I've ever seen anything else he's been in like that that people think that I mean that I thought was great. So I mean, Margaret Quayley was really good in this, honestly. Yeah, like she yeah. she really owned all the scenes, and again, it's really difficult to make a one room scene really movie is. and many people don't do it because of that it is really tough uh but i think what really helps it of course margaret quayley's performance right but the camera work is what does it the best here like 
they're like like the the camera mostly is kind of handheld throughout this whole film and um and you really do feel where the tension is starting to like really pierce through the skin through the through the scene yeah, yeah of the camera work right there yeah yeah brad you can't really hold this over their head like that brad this i'm happens. totally holding it that's brad, a fuck this up. happens more than you would think brad but i haven't caught it yet brad there was a I, whole last one water caught. bottle there's a whole ass water bottle in the Game of Thrones episode. Yeah, but weird. that's a water bottle and a coffee cup. Like, yeah. this is a whole ass person. <laughs> Bro, in a ha- scene where it's supposed to be two people yelling about each other, him telling her, show me where the camera is. And it's like, it's supposed to be only between them two. And then you have a third guy in there. And it's just like, well, that kind of just ruins Bro, this in whole... Nymphomaniac from Lars never von Trier. you never seen it? Okay. Never seen it. When they're fucking, they're in a room. It's just Charlotte Gainsbourg and um, Stellan Skarsgård talking. When they're moving around the room, in the reflection of the mirror, you can see the crew. In Logan's Run, there's a scene where the whole crew is fucking revealed. In Last Tango in Paris, there's a scene where, yeah, Brad, it happens more than often. You don't really need to hold that over this movie. Like it's there. Hold that over. Hold that over the freaking editors. Look at this footage. I mean, over yeah. And over well, again. well, isn't the I hold over the director too? Director's supposed to catch that shit. Sometimes the director isn't even there in the editing room, bro. Yeah, that's true. He probably sat that one out. Yeah, but this happens way more than you would think, bro. I mean, but like you go back and like I like we state like Edward Yang and Kurosami, like The Shining, Brad. In The Shining, when they're walking through, what's it called? Okay, the, that is true. Yeah, if you catch it in the freaking glass, it's fucking Kubrick hold, like right in front of the camera, right there in the camera. But that's Kubrick too, so that could have been mint. Let's nah, bro. <laughs> the most detail-oriented man, the one who was so much. That's what I mean. He's the most detail-oriented man. You think he really would have kept that shot in there if he didn't nah, want he to? You fucking kept. You fucking didn't notice it. Yeah. He's probably watching that movie like when it came out in theater. He's like, God fucking fuck. He probably hit but himself. Other a than, times. What's it called? Other than the obvious, what's it called? Mistake here. The camera work is fantastic. I think that it adds a, a layer of tense uh, tension there. And um, I thought the music was fine. I, I think that the music wasn't like anything too memorable. I didn't really notice the music. It's very subtle. I, mean, I know it's more the crashing shit. Like the sound design in this movie is really good. Fantastic, yeah. Yeah. When he's looking for that camera, and by he's God, throwing shit, he threw a TV. He threw like three lamps. The lamps really got yeah. fucked up in that. Yeah, Stacy says, uh, "Sure, but they're filming for for IMAX in the scene. Catching the crew is is liable to happen. Tenant, seventy five percent of the background characters are." <laughs> Yeah, but you can't understand them over the over the the sound design in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I gotta say that was the the him looking for the camera was like, like, bro, like you're obviously getting played here. She is not re- like she she's not gonna tell you exactly where it is, bro. No. Like why? Um, I did find it uncomfy. The uh, very uncomfy, but you know the fucking balls on this movie, bro, to show a man getting assaulted. I was like, okay, because that was assault. That was that was sexual assault. That's what it was. We'll call it what it was. Yeah. But then for her to once again reverse it and be like, I can't get pregnant. And it's like just all these. But moments, is that another lie? Who knows? Who knows? I, I think I think she was telling the truth there. Like, because what's it called? Um, 
you really think you know she would have she would have gone on there and, and done that to him if she knew that she could have gotten pregnant? No, because she, she like being the dominate the dom. She you know she yeah. wants to own the whole. She wants to be in control of everything. So having a baby by him would like leave her kind of yeah at his whim. Yeah, so I think she was telling the truth. Yeah, probably. Um, probably was right. Also, do you think she actually? Yeah, do you think she actually quit her job and was like, "Oh, I have loyalty to you." I don't know. Although the boyfriend thing was true, the boyfriend the, thing the was true. thing was true. I don't think she quit her job. No, I don't think so. Bro. I don't think like, she would have gone that far. No, I, I think she just tried to use that as leverage over him. And like, honestly, bro, like, I understand why she didn't just take the the six six million dollars and dip. Like, nah, you want? Well, six, well, she was. That's the thing. She was, and then he came out and be like, "Well, what keeps you from doing this again?" And it's like, dude. You already. She was gonna be dude. If she tries to do it again, then you'd pull the CEO card and make her disappear, like you said. <laughs> but that's the thing is that he doesn't have the balls to do that, bro. Someone in the company does. That's when you just tell your your second hand man who has the balls to do it, just go do it. Yeah, but you think he has the balls to tell him that this woman like dominates? Like, no, bro. Like, no. He, he well, you just give. Well, I mean, you you look at uh, what what's the shitty show we we just watched with Weekend? The idol, the idol, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I know they like spun it where she was really in control, but during that whole thing, that was fucked up. But you really think she was in control? No, it was her fucking management team, and I'm sure that those two over there had a few disappear through the years. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I think that they what's it, they um they really did um you know what um kind of raise some questions, a lot more questions than answers in this movie. Yeah. But I mean, I guess, I, and like I said, I, I could see the ending a mile away, so it was kind of, it was kind of anticlimactic when it actually happened. It was like, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, like, like I said, I, I don't hold this as high as like Twelve Angry Men or you know, oh, no. Reservoir Dogs or Good Luck to You, Leo Grande. Yeah, but it's just so hard to do this type of type of. Yeah, no, one room, one room is fucking difficult. Yeah, one room, really two is. people, Jesus. Because you, because everything depends on the dialogue and the cast. And honestly, you're right, Margaret Qualley, great in this, but Christopher Abbott, I don't think he held yeah. his own. Yeah, I think that Margaret Qualley came to work. She came yeah. to work, but it was like, damn, Christopher Abbott just didn't stack up against uh, what no. you know. And there's times where they have some great chemistry, and then there's some oh, times. There's where times, it's like, and then there's the cast in the back. Yeah, and then there's some times where it's like, yeah, oh, like. Dude, like she's she's putting on fucking great work here, and you're, it's me. But I think it comes back to the directing. I think it comes back to the way that this movie's kind of directed at times, and the way that the script is written. It's just like, oh man, it's it's a little uneven. But Brad, what is your final verdict on Sanctuary? Um, I'm gonna give it a give it a seven out of ten. All right, man. I'm going a little bit higher than you. I'm going straight up eight out of ten. I really like this movie. Uh, I like the camera work a lot, and but you know it's not it's not like the best movie I saw this year, seen this year, but it is there in my top ten so far. Guys, I have yet to give a perfect score, and we are in September. I mean, uh, in, in August, so who knows what's coming? But I have yet to give a perfect score yet, and uh, yeah, shit, I would think by now I'd have a perfect score, but nope. 
But um, yeah, that concludes our review of Sanctuary. And again, let's just go ahead and just bring it up one more time. Oh, oh the minute God. I saw that, I had to send that to Roll. Yeah, what did Brenda say about that? Bre- Brenda was laughing her ass off. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's, like, this is a very pivotal scene with it, with just two people in the one room. And it's been two people the whole time, other than those two people getting on the elevator, which I haven't calling the cast, but whatever. And uh no, you show up in the cast, bro. They show up in the cast, but anyways. And then you just have the crew members stalking over there. It's just like, what? Like, this dude is literally like, where is the camera? And it's like, and you can't tell anyone else. It's like, well, that crew member over there is going to spill his guts if you don't pay him too and give him a fucking job. <laughs> Though, I will say, I am interested to watch this this uh, director's uh, directorial debut. It's called The Heart Machine, Brad. And like, it says, uh, the film is about a man who attempts to track down the woman that he has been in an online-only relationship with when he suspects that she has lied to him about key details of her life. Ah, uh, is he being catfish? It's a catfish movie. I guess. Like, the whole point is, like, apparently, like, she's the, she's trying to look for her because she th- he thinks that she lives in the in his hometown, in his town. She's a man, baby. Yeah, it's a... It's a it's you ever a watch that man. show? You ever watch the show Catfish? No, I never see Catfish. Or clips of it? Man, no. it's it's messed up when the dude goes over there and it's just like it's just another dude and the dude's like sorry, ah! bro. <laughs> uh, a, a pivotal scene with crew showing up in the background. You sure you're not watching porn? <laughs> um, wait until you watch Shame, Brad. Shame is rated NC-17, by the way. Yeah. Oh my god. Well. Well, that that well, that concludes what we've got here, and of course, you can follow us at thenerdcore.com, Instagram at thenerdcore, Twitter at thenerdcore underscore or X as it's be it's now, but we're gonna keep calling it Twitter. Um, of course, uh, you can go ahead and check us out on uh, Discord as well. Check out our Discord in the link below, and check out our um, our comments. Call, talk to us in the comments. Tell us if you like this movie. If you're watching this on YouTube, please leave a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel, click the notification bell so you don't miss a single piece of content. Make sure that you're leaving a five-star review on the podcast platform that you're listening to this on, and it would be very much appreciated. Of course, we want to thank our patrons. You can become a patron by going over to patreon.com slash nerdcore. Without them, this is not possible, but especially we want to talk to you all about our friend and our wonderful producer, Shane. We're going to you follow our friend Shane. You follow our friend Shane. Sorry, I jumped the gun there. <laughs> Damn. You can follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at, at thriftedil or go fa- buy something for the sub we got at prisoncityvintage.com. All right, Brad. And of course, we will see you all next uh, on the next episode for our review of Full Metal Jacket. I'm going to go ahead and pop in that amazing 4K transfer that they made for that movie into our player because God damn, that thing looks amazing. But um, yeah. I can't believe it. Our second Kubrick movie we're ever going to discuss is going to be on Thursday. That's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. But until then, y'all, we'll see you then, Brad. Let's go ahead and send them out of here. All right, Raul. Thank you being host as always. Thank you to Stacey for joining us in chat. Thank you to our listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, to end this episode, um, I'm just going to say a watch. A fucking watch? Young Yoda out. Fancy ass watch.
make me co-CEO, you little hoe. I would have let Rebecca do all that shit to me. <laughs>